Join us for Captain's Campaign for Cures. If you plan to attend Vive or Hims this year, get a photo with Captain, our lovable service dog, and we will donate to Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation to find cures for childhood cancer. For every person in the photo, we will donate $1 to Alex's Lemonade Stand. All you have to do is find Captain, grab your friends, take a picture, share it on social media, and put the hashtag Captain Lemonade or This Week Health, and we will make that donation for every person who's in that picture. Our thanks to SureTest and CTG for helping us to end childhood cancer. Welcome to This Week Health. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Today, we have an interview in action from the 2023 Spring Conferences Vive in Nashville and HIMSS in Chicago. Special thanks to our partners, CDW, Rubric, Sectra, and Trellix for choosing to invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. You can check them out on our website, thisweekhealth.com. Now, on to this interview. Here we are from HIMSS 2023 in Chicago, and I'm here with Carla Christopher with Health Data Movers. So, so much is so self-explanatory out of that title. But I don't want to start there. I want to where where I want to start is the the Hims conference. What kind of what kind of things are you hearing as you have conversations with people as they come around or or whatnot? Yeah, I think people are hungry for innovation, so they're here looking for something that's going to help solve the problems everybody has: the you know, patient engagement, provider burnout, nursing shortages, things like that. Obviously, AI is on the top of everybody's mind. There's 100 booths out there that are AI related. So. It, it used to be, when people were talking AI, it used to be, they were just like throwing it in and say, oh yeah, we do yeah, AI. right, when it was really analytics. And, and, and now people are showing me, it's like, yeah, we take this this image and then we turn it into a stick figure and then we determine whether it's a fall or what, mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, how are you doing that? It's like, yeah, it's well, incredible. It's, it's artificial intelligence. I'm like, yeah. well, we're seeing more and more of it. Mm -hmm. The data side, there's, the, the HIMSS conference is, is one of those places that we come, we hear what HHS is up to, we hear what the next thing is. What is the next thing that people are talking about in the, on the data side? Is it interoperability? Is it 21st century cures? Yeah. Or, is it, yeah. or, or is it just getting more out of that asset that they mm -hmm. have? I think it's all of those things, really. We talk about AI and people creating these really cool tools that do these amazing things. But those tools aren't any of any use if they're not where the clinicians need them, when they need them, which is in the EMR. So interoperability is going to continue to be on the top of everybody's mind, connecting that data. So getting that data to the point of care. That's right. Yeah, pulling it out of the EMR so that those tools can run their AI and analytics on it and then send it back to the clinician in real time. But getting that data back in the EHR mm -hmm. has always been like a a bridge too far. You think? I, I mean, we, have we crossed that bridge? Are we actually so, getting it back in? Oh yeah, we're definitely, we're past that. We're getting it back in, in a lot of different ways. I've been in this business 25 plus years, a long time in healthcare technology. We started out with this best of breed kind of industry environment, and we saw this mass migration to these large enterprise systems. And now we are seeing kind of a migration back to best of breed and those best of breed solutions need to communicate with that foundation EMR. So the EMRs, it's been slow road, but they have opened their doors, so to speak, and we've been able to push data back in pretty what, seamlessly. What's the best way that we are pushing the data back in today? Is it through APIs or is mm -hmm. it? Or is Ideally, it? 
Ideally, though that's not always possible. There's not APIs for everything just yet. For example, orders and results. You can transmit orders over your APIs. Results can't always go that way. So you, you probably have to send a HL7 result message over for PDF. Alex's Lemonade Stand was started by my daughter, Alex, in her front yard. By the time she was four, she knew there was more that could be done. And she told us she was going to have a lemonade stand and she wanted to give the money to her doctor so they could help kids like her. It was cute, right? She's going to cure cancer with a lemonade stand. Like only a four-year-old would think that. But from day one, it just exceeded anything we could have imagined because people responded so generously to her. We are working to give back and are excited to partner with Alex's Lemonade Stand this year. Having a child with cancer is one of the most painful and difficult situations a family can face. At Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation, they understand the personal side of the diagnosis, the resources needed, and the impact that funded research can have for better treatments and more cures. You can get more information about them at alexslemonade.org. We are asking you to join us. You can hit our website. There's a banner at the top and it says Alex's Lemonade Stand there. You can click on that and give money directly to the lemonade stand itself. Now, back to the show. So health data movers. Yeah. Is it more than just moving data around? A lot more. Yeah, yeah. Might need to change the name. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I said that too, but <laughs> we're here. We're HDM. You know who we're going to be. Yeah, we do a lot of data migration. That's how we started, but we really marry... So, so like data migrations, like M&A activity. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. A lot of M&As. That's not going anywhere. So people, people will essentially call you and say, hey, move the data from point A to yep. point B. Yep. Normalize the data. We can. Yep. Or we work with other companies that do. We're, we're really flexible in that. We work with whatever the customer is most interested, the direction they're interested in going. All right. So I cut you off a little bit there because so I, I, I just wanted more clarity around yep. that. Yeah. So a lot of data migration. But I think what where we differentiate ourselves is we marry clinical and operational workflow expertise, that EHR knowledge. We have an army of consultants out in the field implementing, optimizing, upgrading, Cerner, Epic, Allscripts, McKesson. But we marry that with deep technological expertise. So I have a team of software developers, a team of integrators, and a team of data migrators. So we're able to combine those two to create solutions that really work for the end users. Yeah, that's amazing. So the advent of AI, one of the things I've heard from people is, hey, we need cleaner data yeah. to educate these AI models. Is that an area where we're seeing a lot of activity? Mm -hmm. Yes, but it's not just clean data, it's access to all data, right? So there's a lot of data that's missing in certain communities. So there's a big push in the AI community around pediat sharing pediatric data to solve some of those problems, but that's such a limited data set, pediatrics. We need to have access to all data to, to really get over those social determinant health kind of challenges that we see. Is there is there different data needs that you're seeing in the in the various types of health systems, like an IDN versus an academic medical center versus a critical access facility or no, I don't think so. I think everybody has the same goals. Everybody wants to take care of their patients. Everybody has somebody to report to for as far as quality and and that sort of thing. So I think, you know, at the heart of it, everybody needs the same kind of data. It's just they're capturing it in different ways. How's the data, and we talked about, we started talking about this. How's the data being used around the patient experience about really moving that forward, making it more convenient, more access and mm -hmm. those kind of things? This is a fun time in healthcare. We're seeing data being made available to patients so they can take care of themselves better. They can be better advocates for themselves. 
So whether that's through tools that they can access or the way the clinicians feed data to them, that makes more sense to them. But yeah, this is a, this is a fun time where patients are getting more engaged. Fantastic. Carla, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you. This is fun, Bill. Another great interview. I want to thank everybody who spent time with us at the conference. I love hearing from people on the front lines, and it's phenomenal that they've taken the time to share their wisdom and experience with the community. It is greatly appreciated. We want to thank our partners, CDW, Rubric, Sectra, and Trellix, who invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Thanks for listening. That's all for now. Thank you.